Yo, what's up, guys? It's the Nightwing at Way of Life Esports coming at you guys with another League of Legends video here today. And we have the seventh episode of Rift Insight. Uh, Mr. Buff Studman is uh, currently sick right now, so obviously you gotta go and, uh, you know, get some other people. <laughs> and that would include an LCS actual pro, you know, that <laughs> which is Stefan right, right here. So you have uh, Stefan, who is, you know, the FlyQuest Academy mid laner actually who got the chance to play with wild turtle revenge people like fanatic so hello man this is your first time being here so how are you doing what's up man good to be here how are you doing shenryu how are you doing man i'm doing pretty good how about you pretty good pretty good so wh what have you guys been uh watching for league of legends so far do you want to go first me me dang it <laughs> Dang it. I was got to go first. No, I've been watching everything so far. Um, I'm currently catching up on China because, you know, obviously to really understand how good some Chinese players are, you have to really watch, watch. Because I want to do that. I want to really watch, watch. Because I was watching the LPL and then I got so busy with work that I wasn't really able to watch the rest of it. I saw the part where FPS got knocked out and I was like, okay, so their five minutes of fame are over. Essentially... It's always like that, you know, people were really, really uh, on FPX, right? And now we currently see that they're not even going to be making Worlds. So that's something I want to touch on because you're all also, you know, a player that's obviously super high ranked. So the question I would have to ask you is when a team falls off, is it because of meta, coaches and players aren't seeing eye to eye, scrims going to shit? Uh, could you elaborate on that? Yes, yeah, so I think... Like, at the very top level, you have pretty much, like, the smaller things make the big differences, right? Okay. So, whatever, I don't know what's going on inside FPX's, you know, what their practice regime or whatever, but um, obviously, like, maybe something small, like, this player isn't in the best mood or mm -hmm. whatever. You, you know what I mean? Like, these small mm -hmm. things just add up, and it's it's hard for me to, like, pinpoint exactly what's going wrong with them. But I, I will say that, like, the other teams are just looking, like, super sharp right now. Okay. So would that also attribute to just a team being super meta-dependent? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, um, FPX had a really defined style of playing as well. So that could play a part into it. Um, mm -hmm. Again, I'm not sure. Right now, it, it is kind of like dragon stacking meta from what I've seen. So, like just heavy fighting and LPL has been a region that's kind of known for being good at fighting. So Mr. it wouldn't be surprising where like everyone beats everyone, you know, that's, that's kind of what it looks like right now too. Oh, I would ask you, are you a fan of the best of one format as a uh, competitive uh, LCS Academy mid laner? Um, I think I've talked about this before, but um, as a competitor, obviously if you're good, you want like a best mm -hmm. of three. So there's no chance of flukes, right? I think, most people who compete know that, and if you're if you're a good team, you you want best of threes. Obviously, if you're a bad team, you want best of ones. But no one wants to admit they're a bad team, right? Um, <laughs> but yeah, as for the viewing experience, like best best of ones, I, I think are the way to go, and that that's probably why they're doing it, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, Shenryu, how much have you been watching so far? So I know you watch the LP. I know you watch Korea. Yeah, I watch. Uh, I. I've been paying attention to to Shockade just for the mm -hmm. the miracle fucking run that's happening. They uh, went seven and zero to get to the uh, to get to playoffs. They reverse swept 
everyone. What is that? Yeah, I don't know what the hell happened, but I really didn't. I never really count G two out just because who's oh, on the do. team. So oh, like, boy. I was, I was making like, fun you know, of me. Making fun of me in our C nine group. He's like, <laughs> you're talking and just randomly. He said FPX three zero G two. I was like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, no one I knows. Mean, I woke up at literally five in the morning just to watch them play in the finals. I was like, "Yeah, my team's gonna win." Nope, we get destroyed in less than an hour. And they so got like, beaten so fast. I went back to bed before work. I was just sitting there watching that. Like, I watched that finals, and it was it was. I predicted. I definitely didn't have FPX winning. I had, mm-hmm. I think, FPX versus. I think I had SKT at the time when they were still SKT. And, uh, yeah, G2 made sure that didn't happen. So I was like, well, <laughs> I don't care now. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, I've been watching. I watched Schalke. G2 I didn't watch, but I kind of figured they'd win. Rogue, Fnatic, I was kind of on the fence. I was like, I mean, Fnatic, they've done it before. Like, it can happen. They'll probably at least get some games. And they 3 0 them. So, mm. I mean, game three for the Rogue versus Fnatic series, it it looked like they they were kind of coming back. You could you could see that where they're making more cohesive plays. They were actually trying to take out the back line. You saw that reckless reckless was actually being pressured on the center. But the issue here is at game three, since Fnatic already had the two zero edge, and and at that point the composition was also starting to scale up. They also got the mental edge. At that point, even though you're coming back after you're zero two down. Rogue's players, at the end of the day, even though Fnatic did underperform most of the split so far, they're still better. So that, that's the problem with teams like Rogue, is that they can actually perform pretty well, but then at the end, end of the day, when a team like Fnatic has the better players, it definitely shows. You can look at LPO. Uh, what, IG went 15 or something, and I think they only had three or four losses the whole, se- or the whole season. And I think they were either right behind... JDG or who did they play? It was like LGD, right? LGD. I think they were mm-hmm. right behind them in the standings, and they got absolutely clapped. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for our um, NA playoffs, FlyQuest. Like, let's give a big congrats to FlyQuest. <laughs> they made it to Worlds. They made it to Worlds. After all these years of being in the LCS since 2017, they finally have made Worlds. So I want to ask you, uh, Triple, what was your first um, your reaction to your org making Worlds for the first time in both well, three years? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm happy for the guys because mm-hmm. I know from the start of the year, like, they did everything they could to make Worlds. So, and, like, I've also kind of seen, like, all the conflict and whatever they've been through. So, I feel like, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's well-deserved. But Oops. it's like something doesn't feel right about... Um, making worlds like this early into playoffs you, you guys know what i mean like mm-hmm. especially with like the eu format like rogues already locked into worlds and yeah it, it seems like because shalka or mad is gonna miss out and that like really sucks especially considering like rogue just got 3 would like that right don't you guys think I, the lpl format's like a bit better in terms of in terms of how to really accurately pretty much predict who the best team is in your standings, yes, I, I actually do agree. The LPL format is better. But in terms of, let's say, the Western audience, uh, I would see, for me, dude, I would love to watch this shit. I love watching the best of threes when we had them for EU and North America. But people were like, oh, my God, I, I don't want to watch FlyQuest versus Echo Fox. It's like, that's not the league problem. That's a that's a team issue. That's an or problem. Yeah, yeah. So... 
Mm. Yeah, the, I mean, the but, fact that Rogue still made or like is already like they're already fucking good, and they just got three would yeah. by one of the lowest seeds in the playoffs. No, dude, Fnatic looked like they were an eighth place team. Like we're really underselling this. Fnatic looked horrible. They looked really bad. I told people. I told people. I told you, man. EU ain't that first seed doesn't mean jack shit. If Fnatic beats Rogue, because <laughs> Rogue is the first seed, that means that's by regular season they're the best team. So if it's in like Fnatic, that looks literally like Bispet as Origin. Fnatic looked almost just as bad as Origin did. And the fact we that they bounced back, they bounced back. It's like, who's the best team now? Who's the we best team? Know, we all know who the real one seed is, and that's probably G2. That's, that's yeah, let's be honest here. G2's going to clap them all. Because G2 looks really good in their series against Mad Lions, too. And they're also locked for Worlds, aren't they? So Fnatic and... Uh, G2, G2 are locked for worlds and rogue. rogue. Okay, so it's, between, it's between Matt and uh, Shalka. Yep. So, who do you think is gonna make it as the fourth seed? Shalka, I believe. I believe. I believe. <laughs> I believe in the miracle. <laughs> oh Genius man, their mid. I don't even know how to say his name because I'd have to. Abadage? Yeah, they've been insane. So I'll give it to them. The, Dude, they made me believers. You know what? Gilius played really well on his Hecarim the, uh, this past week against SK Gaming. I mean, like, you go from a player like Gilius, who was looked at as a laughingstock, literally just a laughingstock, and to see him bounce back, it shows that veteran players have that in them still to the point where people can obviously have that turnaround in their career if needed. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like also it's it's just like with any other game and any other sport, really, if you think about it, you can always improve. So, like, just because one person has a really bad split doesn't mean that in the offseason they can't grind and work towards getting better and then eventually have that pop offseason or second half of the split that they've had. So, I mean, eh. Hmm. Michael... Abdullah says, let's be honest, Fnatic are going to get wrecked at Worlds. No, my God, they're going to get absolutely destroyed. <laughs> and this is the, thing with, the thing with Fnatic is that since we can tell their mental is kind of weak by how they were just completely collapsing around them before they obviously bounced back this week against Rogue, if they get into a group with, say, like, I don't know, IG, TSM, <laughs> and TSM? they lose... And TSM? <laughs> I'm, just kidding. No, I'm, kidding. I'm just kidding, guys. You know, Cloud9's making. Let's say they're in a group with IG, Cloud9, you know, uh, IG Cloud9, them, and let's say a wildcard team. I think if they face a wildcard team first and they somehow actually lose the, the first game against them, I don't think they're actually mentally capable of bouncing back because we saw them consistently lose games back to back to back to back to back. We only really seen them bounce back toward, what, week not week eight when they had that super week? So that's what I was concerned about for Fnatic going into Worlds because we, we literally just seen these guys basically collapse around themselves and it and the and in one week they fixed it. Granted, Rogue could have also choked, but how are you guys feeling about about Fnatic even going to Worlds, knowing that they were that <laughs> atrocious? Yeah, yo, do you, do you really think they'll lose a wild cut team though? Uh, <laughs> they did to get my Marines. They did to get my Marines in 2017. They did. I was trying to think of the wild card team that upset like 
Remember, they lost to Game Boy and they lost to Immortals. They lost to Longju. Then after that, they lost again and again. And then they bounced back and got their miracle run for the groove. But they lost. They were tilted as fuck. See, the Gigabyte loss, I can't just flame them for losing to Gigabyte because Gigabyte beat, I think, every single team in their group at least once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, for a wildcard team, it's pretty crazy. Hmm. I don't know if oh. I'll ever see a wildcard team like that, though. You know what I mean? Like Gigabyte Rain? Yeah, yeah. They had yeah. what's his name? Their jungler was just Levi? hard carry. Oh, uh, Levi. Levi yeah, on like, like Nocturne, those un unconventional picks at the time bro they're mid laner they're mid laner they're top laner when they literally literally sack his their top laner so bad archie what's his name he would literally sack his lane literally leave it do nothing just start the game he would run somewhere else and he would impact the map i was like he would like tp bot with malachi or something do you remember this just like level four pre-level six as well i love me a top laner that could do that though that's like that's really respectable, no? He's like, all right, I'm straight up dog shit. I cannot beat these guys. I'm going somewhere else. Oh hey, my goodness! You know when you when you know you're not gonna win lane. <laughs> oh my so what other team from the LEC really caught you guys' attention, whether it be bad or good? This past split they just had was it? Because like... SK Gaming played pretty well. I want to give give them props. They bounced back. They looked really bad. And they bounced yeah, back yeah. in summer, and they did really well. Zazi, I think, played really well. Trick came together. Uh, their roll swap top laner what was it Gen X. They all they all played pretty well. It's just kind of sad that they got the lower seed, so they're obviously knocked out now. Now that they've lost to uh, you know uh, Shalka, but they did play pretty well. Hey, I'm gonna give you props there. You played pretty well. I mean, they're the best of future world champs, so <laughs> I, I guess so, right? No, um, I, I think it goes without saying that like Shalka is just looking really hot right now, and like. I want Mad to win and qualify because I feel like they deserve it, right? They've been mm -hmm. around first for so long and like they're just going to miss out just by a tiny bit just because, I don't know, I feel like the format sucks. Um, you, you know, you know what's funny? Really I, I, th I thought of today. A team could literally beat G2 and Fnatic and win the split. Well, that means they're qualified for Worlds at that point? Because if um, let's yeah, say Fnatic... Yeah, yeah. They would okay because if G two fanatic, let's say one of them win win the split, they're already in worlds, so they also yep. would would get first place. But if a team not those two, or them or rogue get first place, would they also be the fourth seed? No, the playoffs is just for deciding um the seeding for worlds. Okay, so, okay. So I think all three teams, fanatic, G two, and rogue, are qualified, and then you okay. have Schalke versus Mad Lions. Like I don't know, it's it's coming up soon. And that's mm -hmm. for the last one. Uh, yeah, that's the and then everything else just determines the seating. So that that that's a spicy match. Mad Lions yeah. versus uh Shalka. That's that's good. I like that one. I right don't there. know who's gonna take it, bro. I really bro, don't. Shadow versus Shadow versus Gilius, the jungle matchup. That's the big <laughs> one right there. I if people, yeah. Like if we're going two years ago, okay, Shadow probably destroys this guy Gilius. Who's this guy? Where did this where did this jungler come from? Where this is a completely different player I've been looking at all these years. Where did this guy come from? Yeah, I feel yeah, that's just kind of bad though for for like mad like theoretically if they were to lose, I think they definitely deserve it over Rogue. Like we're I would talking... just throw in one more little match, just like hey, Mad Rogue, you know what? Mm -hmm. You guys play it out now. Like these for other real, two man. teams, we're talking as if they've already lost though. <laughs> we're horrible human beings. Yeah, <laughs> we're, yeah. we're doubters. <laughs> well, I already said I. Shalke made me a believer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think Shalke is a totally stronger. Right now. Because toward the end of, of the split for the uh, 2020 LEC Summer split, 
Mad looked kind of like, you know, it looked like they actually, were losing it. Schalke beat Mad to get into playoffs, actually. Oh, yeah, God. So, oh, so, you so, know, I mean, I... I'm already kind of worried uh, when I think about it. Because Mad, they have this one play style where they focus on having their AD carry and their jungler and their support do most of the lifting while Humanoid is obviously uh, split pushing. Now, I don't know if that's a play style you want to play against Shaka right now because definitely Shaka are – Shaka can play through all their lanes. Mad Lions can't really play through all their lanes, especially – well, what's the top laner name for Matt? Arome? Arome is definitely a player who – he's definitely weaker than Odawamne. And I think consistently throughout the series, they'll just put Arome on uh, weak side. And, like, people have been saying, if you're a really good weak side player, does that really matter? It's like, yes, that means you don't instantly lose your team the game. Also, that also means you, you can – you're flexible. Because we've seen, like, throughout past iterations of certain teams that when they can't play a certain style because that one player is not flexible, that's a problem. Kind of like a big – good example, Peanut who was really, really strong in 2016, could play all the carry junglers. Dude was straight up garbage at the tank junglers. Man would literally, oh my God, throw himself into SH1 and kill himself consistently. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a whole yeah. different world, though, like playing mm -hmm. tanks, being being kind of the glue of the team, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of, like, having someone else do that, do all the setup, or you just do the carry work. So now we are moving on to North America, and this week's set of games included uh, TSM actually re reverse reverse sweeping Golden Guardians. Uh, a lot of people were uh, super up in the air. So I want to ask you guys what you guys initially thought about that series first. You want to go first? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm heartbroken, bro. I don't know what to say. <laughs> oh, he's, this man's destroyed. He, he's like, I just lost my wife. I just lost my kids. She, she took everything. She took um, the stove. <laughs> it makes no sense. They're up 5-0. And, like, thinking about it, like, as a whole, you know, like, they played two best of fives, right? Mm -hmm. They're up 5-0. And they lost 5-3. You know what I mean? Like, what's that? <laughs> that makes no sense at all, right? <laughs> So, oh I don't know, it just sucks so bad. It sucks for them. I, uh, I think. Yeah. I think Bjergsen had probably the most massive backpack um, <laughs> that he could find. Um, one of those military true. ones, and he <laughs> grabbed everybody in, and he uh, carried them on through. But no, I think. Uh, I think it's mighty unfortunate. Like, I think it's really unfortunate. You're up two zero. You only got one more series after that. Like. I think GG was actually what, a good team despite the record. Happened? Like, what even happens? You are you're the ones winning. You they did everything. Yeah. See, that's, see, that's, see, that's the I go at it from a theoretical standpoint. You've done everything right up until that point. You are not losing, and then at some point, it, it's like it's like for people who are who are obviously younger than me. You're driving, and that's like you're driving and you're taking your feet off the gas. Like at at some point, they took their feet off the gas. I think because they probably felt like they were going to win the game and. In, in competitive competition, you just can't do that. I know it's it's in the moment yeah, you're like, yeah. okay, we're we're already sweeping these guys, we're already ten thousand gold ahead. What can go wrong, right? Complacency. I couldn't agree more with you though. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> like, um, whenever you think about the result as well, mm -hmm. I've seen so many teams fall from two or down, like a uh, two or off. I mean, Cloud nine like, last year. Like, Cloud nine, Cloud yeah. nine against TSM in the spring split 2019. <clears throat> I was there yes, live. 
I was there yeah. live. Yeah. Do you know how heartbroken I was? We're 2 0 up. All right. Oh, we went yeah, to LA. Yeah, yeah. We went to LA two hours, got everything early, got all my Cloud9 stuff ready. 2 0. All right. Let's, easy day. We're going back home. Well, Game 3 had, oh had its own set of rules. And then Sneaky was like, I'm going to get in front of my colleague who can literally two shot me with our auto attacks. Thank you, Sneaky. And then mm. next thing you know, reverse sweep. I'm just like, God, like you can see a team start off so strong during the day. And then something mentally clicks. Or is it Bjergsen? Because that's the next point I want to talk about. Bjergsen is truly carrying TSM. This man, I mean, if people said MVP, Core JJ, or Bjergsen, if you chose Bjergsen this split specifically, I would not be mad. I would argue uh, either, either one of them. I mean, you could make arguments for both. You could argue that TL mm-hmm. has the better team. So that helps. Like individual players in each spot. I mean, you could argue Jensen and Bjergsen all day on who's the better mid laner. But I think Impact is better than Broken Blade. Broxa is obviously a world-class jungler. And then Tactical is played amazing, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. granted, he's, a, you know, you're putting up against Doublelift is, if you look at statistically, he is by far the best ADC NA has had. And then you go to support. And then, honestly, that brings me to my favorite part of the series. Biofrost, on Bard, ulting, Doublelift. <laughs> That was the greatest thing. <laughs> oh, when I saw After him. After he ult- escaped, ulted oh him. <laughs> <laughs> right when I saw, like, Bile for us, ult the dragon that Spica pretty much was going to steal, I was like, all right, TSM, just literally throw, actually throw the towel. You guys are <laughs> He said, you're going to bench me, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to bench me, huh? <laughs> okay. Yeah, you, you want to pay me less money for Academy, right? Oh, I see what you're doing there. Oh, my <laughs> God, man. Like, you cannot do that against actual better teams it does not you it's, people really underestimate why people say that you cannot because they punish mistakes harder there's going to be weaker lpl or korean teams that that obviously do not punish it correctly but the actual strong teams that you don't even imagine doing that against ig you ulting the dragon when you're drunk to steal the dragon like rookie's like no que troll Wait, I think like, what the what is that? What kind of troll shit is that? And that's legal because it's literally inting. That's I bullshit. Think, I think with any four though of the LPL teams, like I think any of the top four, whoever makes it, honestly, their top six teams, I think, are all like if you do like those like silly mistakes or stuff like that, they will punish. Because I mean, if you look at it, FPX, is the exact same team as last mm-hmm. uh, year where they won, except they have Khan subbing in and out with Gimgoon. So, I mean, like, you know, LPL and even, like, Korea, you got T1's, like, what, third? I think they finished third or fourth. And then you got... Yeah, they finished fourth. Yeah. Damwon, who's just Oh, my insane. God. Which, what, I was on the Damwon hype train last year. I thought they were going to upset G2. <laughs> I was definitely one of the people that they like, they're going to upset G2, and then they got clapped. And I was like, you know what? It is what it is. All predictions can't be right. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, triple. Were you hyped on Damn One last year? Actually, it's yeah. I was going around telling everyone like Newgrey's the best top in the in the world, guys. I, I've seen it. I've been in Tokyo. Like this guy's so good, and then he goes in and shits the bed, and everyone just tells me I'm stupid. Yo, Newgrey did something. Newgrey did something. He made people remove the Dottie Award. I'm like. That's something. That's well, something. You did something. So. He single-handedly got that one rune removed. I forget which one. The one that every Oh, my God. Was I, like I forget the name of it. Yeah, like Klepto. Because oh he ran on God. everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Klepto Vlad. That was his thing. Klepto Vlad. 
That's I I, if was... there was a game he didn't take Klepto, it was weird because every <laughs> game he just took Klepto, and that was it. That was that. Yeah. I oh my he, god. He was like in EU solo queue last year. He was just running through the ranks. Like if you ran into him or Showmaker, like it's an instant lose. Well, Showmaker right now is the best solo queue player in the world. Yeah, rank one like, and two, right? Showmaker, it's rank always, one and two. It's always and them. Or... It's always them. The Guri, Showmaker, and Canyon. That is the one of the yeah, best triple yeah. threats I've ever seen on a team because they're all. Naguri does this thing where he plays up too. He plays up too far forward, but yeah. to be fair, he's really good at it. And like, there are teams that can punish that because you can punish him. The issue here is Canyon always has to decide who he's going to play towards, and he if in whatever laner Canyon chooses to play through. He actually does it so well to the point where, let's say, if um, who was it? Showmaker falls behind, then Naguri or Ghost will actually yeah. pick up the slack because yeah. the support they have now, not the other guy they had, was named Barrel. Barrel, yeah. Barrel was Barrel's the Alistar one trick. <laughs> it's just, just if you got Alistar, they won. If you didn't, a little shaky. <laughs> oh my goodness! Ah, but I feel like them having like a not as you know like playmaking bot lane. Actually works in their favor though, because like they got such hard carries in the top side, right? Mm -hmm. And you don't want to like pull resources away from those guys. So, in a sense, it, it is good. I I know they're like they don't play as well, and like everyone says, oh well, what if what if um someone had like Teddy or something? It'd be the best team in the world. Um, and I I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. That'd be because crazy. I think they they kind of do just put Ghost on Zeke's duty, don't they? <laughs> Ghost is either on Ash or Ziggs. This man yeah, is yeah, one or the utility. Other. This man is on utility. Till I mean, he he played much better than that previous guy they had. What was his name? Nuclear. Good Nuclear? God. Yeah, yeah. Good God, man. But, I, I, I mean, yo, I would play Soraka if I had this solo lanes. <laughs> yep, man. I was gonna say I would. I would if I knew every game. who my solo laners were, if if I if they were two of the arguably the best solo laners in their position in the world, yeah. Put me on Soraka. I'll just go around heel bot. <laughs> <laughs> Max W. I'll sit there in your lane. What What do you guys think about Gen G? Oh, BDD player of the split. That guy BDD. is insane, though. Yeah. My issue with people saying Gen G is really strong, it it's not that it's not true. It's that Rascal is Rascal and Life are not that good, and I hate that they get hyped as a super team when Rascal and Life are literally not superstars. They are like average players on the best day. You know, but that does work in the context of you have Clid, BDD, and Ruler. So yeah. they could be a superstar team in a different way because people only re really see things for league teams as one way. It's a one way street. So that big debate of Demonte and Bjergsen came up a few oh, last week before they before their series this week, and it was like, well, Bjergsen was outclassing Demonte so hard in their series. I'm like. Demonte can be good at something and be the best at something else that's not Bjergsen. I, I think the general public only really likes highlight plays and the fancy LeBlanc chains in the back line, destroying the back line, the Ziggs bomb that kills the AD carry. Like, there are certain players that could be good at other things and really good at other things rather, rather than always be the focus star of their team. How do you guys feel about that? Yeah, um, at the end of the day, you really just have to do your job, right, in the team. Mm -hmm. right? It's a, it's a five-man job. You just have to do your own job. And if everyone else picks up the slack, then like, you're good. And I feel like TL is like a perfect example of that. So when you're talking about like MVP, Core JJ versus Bjergsen, it's like, well, Core JJ doesn't need to go above and beyond to do his job because everyone else is carrying their weight, you know? But when you're talking about TSM, like Bjergsen has to do all the fucking carrying because <laughs> something always 
somehow goes wrong, right? So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's um, it's hard to say. So to pivot back to the uh, Golden Guardians versus TSM. So with that, Golden Guardians are done. Their season is over. We won't see them until 2021. I think that they actually got pretty good toward the end of the split. FBI, Australian guy. Good, good guy. Yeah, he became yeah. so good. He became I, super lane dominant. I feel like he was, he was always like this good. Just no one noticed. Because back <laughs> when I played against him in Otis, he was really fucking good as well. But then you have, like, random TSF fans on Twitter going, FBI is dog shit. The one of the best ACs in North America called him good. And you, a bronze player who has no life whatsoever and lives in your basement, is saying he's good. He's not good. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. What? They, they took that one, like, the flash, and they ran with it. I think, personally, I, hated I would did say... That. I knew he was going to do that. I saw his position. I knew he was going to do it. He's going to see the pentakill in his eyes. He's going to see the next uh, round. Solo <laughs> Q. That's the solo Q flash. No, I think, honestly, sure, personally, though, I think they played – if you just look at it and you look at, you know, I like taking stats, but not just stats, but also, like, if you look at how they're playing throughout. Mm-hmm. Stats-wise, bot, best bot lane in the league. F, FBI Crazy. was the best ADC. That's but also, when insane. you look at it, it wasn't like, oh, he just had good stats. Like, yeah, no, he also played, like, really well outside of laning phase as well. I think he just had some, like, hiccups here and there. And then who he – it's nice to see – go from like oh he's washed up mid laner yada 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 and he goes and he performed actually really well this split congrats to who he most people doubted his uh swap i did too not gonna sit here in front for you guys but he turned it into his own support and i like that i like that fbi came into his own because you always saw it there you always saw it in him you saw it in his gameplay you saw that he's not he's not dog shit and if you're not dog shit then your other bad ADCs that I can't mention right now. <laughs> but, you know, then wait, who are you at that point? No, you could definitely be anybody in solo queue that's me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what you guys think about, I don't know, it's hard to say. How would I point this? If Bjergsen is carrying TSM this hard and they really cannot play through another lane as sufficient, like, do we really want this team at Worlds, though? I mean, it would be better than other teams we've sent to Worlds previous years. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, if that's your criteria, that's definitely a step above. That is literally wasted. But the play style of this is only playing through mid. That play style, I think, is just super volatile because we know there are other the other players on the team right now are just not currently performing super well. That will not work against teams like that have like BDD, Showmaker, uh, Knight. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, that ain't gonna work. Because they had this play style a while ago, back in 2017 at Worlds. They tried to do that through Beardson. The better mid laners, just even Maple, even Maple was like, nope, you're not leaving your lane, buddy. People kept criticizing he doesn't roam, he doesn't really, uh, he's not really super lane dominant. He can't be those things against better mid laners. It does not work. You will literally just lose. He's not, well, it's not he loses, but he, his impact is severely less. That's the point. Of it. You know, they don't have that. If they were a mixture of Bjergsen could carry them while a double if and Biofrost or Treats could be a really strong bot lane because Spica is just, how does this guy have a check? This guy actually has a check in the LCS. He has hit or miss games, honestly, I think. He's been but... better in the playoffs. He's been, play- he's, he's been better in the playoffs. I'll give him that. But it's like Broken Blade also is hit or miss Coin. too. Like You have a bunch of hit or miss players, you know? Coin flips. Hmm. So, any last words on Golden Guardians as their series against TSM put them out of the playoffs after they've lost? 
I think I think they'll be fine. Honestly, I, don't, I wouldn't even worry about blowing up the roster. I think you can keep that roster. I say keep it. They have close. They're gonna give closer the most money to keep him. He is literally like the best jungler in the league. Uh. Yeah. Um. I think all their players individually, like their stocks went up. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. they they shouldn't be too too upset about it. Tanner's I don't know fine. if they wouldn't be <laughs> Cloud Nine anyways. You know, just being real here. So. Oh, God. Split, right? Let's talk about Cloud9 because Cloud9 they lost to your org. Flyquest. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a weird one. Like, I don't even know what happened that series. It was just a bunch of fighting. Dude, I'm, I'm be honest. Here. I'm a C9. Better, right? I'm a C9 fan, but you guys destroyed us. Holy shit! Even the game yeah. we won wasn't even your fault. You lost. It was just because. <laughs> Why did you guys get barren? And we're like, no, yeah. no, no, no that, map, I, I no so map. Sad. Just you know what happened? Like, like, what as that? soon as we got the Baron in the second game, I'm like, oh my god, like, Nick, our manager, I'm like, Nick's packing his bags right now, he's getting ready to go to Worlds, like, oh my god, <laughs> I'm getting so hyped up, and then I leave, I leave the room, come back, and our Nexus blew up, like, how does that make any <laughs> sense, you know what I mean? And that's just the story of the whole, the whole series, I feel like, you could just never know who's gonna win until the end. It was that Cloud9 were not playing good, even in the game... The Cloud9 won, it was also yeah. not very convincing. Because we only yeah, really yeah. won because you and I actually messed up. And people know, they, they're like, oh, well, Cloud9 won, it doesn't matter. No, you cannot just think that way. If you think like that way, you're garbage at the game. Because if you always say, oh, yeah, they lost, it doesn't matter. It's like, no, they really only lost because you guys went to Baron, you went and stacked the dragon, so you didn't eat it at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. But then after that, FlyQuest dominated the series. They went 3-1. And now... They're on their way towards Worlds, and then you have Team Liquid versus Golden Guardians. To be fair, the Golden Guardians bot lane in this series in particular was really strong. They they were playing really well, but TL has the better players. That's what sucks about these lower caliber teams is that you, if you have the better players, you could normally naturally count on them and always come out on top. So what do you guys think about Team Liquid so far and their chances for potentially uh, winning the split? Uh, they play FlyQuest. I feel like they will. Oh, I mean, I, you know, I hate to go against my own org, you know. Oh yeah. Um, oh my god. No, but I, I feel like. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I feel like, but percentage-wise, um, TL probably has the highest percentage of mm -hmm. winning. And then, and then it's hard to say. It's like it's all, it's all up in the air, you know. Obviously, you don't want to be third seed going into worlds because then you have to go. Oh my god, death! That's literally whatever. death. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a Cloud9 playoff, but, or, what do you mean? It's Cloud9 playoff. Uh, yesterday, Cloud9 Cloud put their uh, trap card on Twitter. We've activated our trap card, Gauntlet buff. I was like, <laughs> why are you activating this before game day? This shit doesn't work. You, got, you have to do it on game day. So, um, so okay, that's Flacco. Okay, so last two playoff series, got that. All right, so C9, uh, 3-0 EG after losing to you guys. And not going to lie, that didn't look, it was, it was not that much better. I'm at, I was like, good God, it was not that much better. But this is what I try to tell people is that not not playing league for like a week, you know, you have those buys for teams and they say sometimes that's not the best thing because let's, yeah, let's give yeah. you an analogy. So like, so, so, so for sports, let's say, do you guys watch like MMA, WWE, shit like that? I follow MMA. Okay. I used to. So do you know how like a fighter could be rusty after not fighting? They call it ring rust. Yeah, ring rust, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, after he freaking went to fight Mayweather. <laughs> uh, uh, Conor McGregor? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, a right. Bit. 
See that that's the same thing thing with uh getting a buy is that you could get what this is what I call it rift rust, where like you're not playing as good as you were before because you haven't played in a week. Things are you know, playing on stage or quote unquote on stage since we're in an online format for the leagues right now, is that it's much different. And in online, the benefit is you're at home. You're you're at, you're you're comfortable right now. So if you're not consistently getting that, you know, stage game practice. It's definitely gonna hurt, and we saw it in the FlyQuest series. It, it's like, what do you? Why is the same Ezreal Yumi draft every single game? Yeah, what yeah. is that? So you're a, a triple. You would know about drafting. So if if, if certain teams are mm. really are, are really really stern on a draft and they want to keep playing, yeah, they yeah. want salty run back, salty run back, salty run back. Is yeah, that um, because you guys? Is that because you're choking, or you or you just genuinely think this strategy is strong? I don't know if it's, uh, like, I hate to chalk it down to Ego. I feel like, me personally, like, when I saw the drafts, I'm like, wow, well, C9 won this draft, you know? Because um, mm-hmm. they had a good matchup in top, I think, all games, just GP versus Shen. So it's pretty free for GP. And they had free scaling with Ezumi. Like, I think they're in good spots to win all those games. But then something just happened, you know? Like, Sven walked in and got caught twice, you know? Well, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, something more iconic than uh, FPX three O and G two. I've been getting caught. I've been getting caught like that. Like, I hate to see it. <laughs> Why are you gonna do a brother like that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but see, that's what I said. I was well. So my, I lean more towards even if draft is bad. If the players are better, you can always come out on top. Bro, I've seen teams literally have the shittiest draft possible and still win because they're just that much better. Bro, G2 argued over who could take Kha'Zix, and it was between Wonder and Caps. And I think Wonder won, and they still smashed the game. Kha'Zix top. <laughs> oh, my like, God. Draft, draft, it does play an important part. I will gladly say that. However, <laughs> I will always go with, if you are the better player, you can turn it, and you can make it work in your favor. I've but seen also, LPL supports get stuck on Tom Kench. I... I even LPL, like it was a few splits ago, they were all just constantly stuck on Tom Kench. It was either Tom Kench or you get Nautilus or you get Thresh. I've seen people carry games on Tom Kench. What is yeah, that? Yeah. So that's why I try to tell people, even in, in, in the C9 group, Mr. Triple, do not join that group. You will literally actually snap your neck. What is this? <laughs> it's so bad. Like, like a fan group or something? Yes, but <laughs> people understand the game on such a surface level analysis that it's like, oh no, the draft sucks, yeah, Reaper yeah. sucks. It's That's like, what I, don't I mean, understand. right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, just because the result was bad doesn't mean the draft was bad. And mm-hmm. that's like that's like my kind of hot take for the whole series. I know, I know the majority of the public is shitting on the draft. And they're like, oh, wow, salty run back. But I feel like, you know, all the players have a say in the draft, right? Mm-hmm. And they probably all mutually agreed that this draft is good. Like, it's it's winning. Then, then they'll play on with it. I, I don't think an org as good as C9 is going to like just leave it all up to Reaper, you know? And Ezreal Yumi's really, really strong. <laughs> if you can get out of lane phase with that, like, which I think Yumi. they did, mm-hmm. um, then Several you times. can pretty much run over the game mid-game and mm-hmm. just use that like two-item spike, two-three-item spike, and just run over the game. So I think they kind of missed their window or messed up on those timings, and then... Mm-hmm. Um, I so guess would just you say lost. so for the people who are watching, going to watch this as a replay. When you say timings, what do you mean mean by that? So like at certain points in the, in this game, this champion and this champion spike at the same time, so you capitalize on an advantage, right? Yeah, try so to power spikes pretty much. Go okay. for the map if dragons up and you're almost on that triforce man immune spike for Ez. Yeah. Try to get it before that dragon fight stuff like that. Yep. 
couldn't have said any better. Just oh. just false objectives, get them to come mm-hmm. into you, and then just force the fight. But now, what if teams think they're not as strong? Because we have that thing with a lot of teams, too. They don't think they're as strong at that moment during the game, so they don't force these mistakes it, out of the enemy team they're beating. Yeah, I think it's a player issue, man. <laughs> oh, my I don't God. Know. <laughs> this guy suck. Oh, my God. <laughs> so do you think... So are you talking about, like, uh, as far as, like, individual skill-wise, you don't think you're as good? Or are you talking about, like, in the map state, you've got, you know, Ezreal not on Triforce yet, not on Man Immune fully built, and stuff well, like that, going for objectives, like I trying like to force fights? It's on the people with the spikes to say it, right? Like, oh, well, I just got my Rabbit on Death Cap, I just got my Triforce. Like, it's it's time to go, you know? Like, I want to force this. There's like there's like that notion that eighty carries and mid laners aren't shot callers, but I think that's like that's Hi. really false because it's not like you you just have to only focus on your mechanics. You can't you can't like focus on other things or look at the map. You know, um, I feel like more eighty carries and mid laners should have a say in what goes on in the map. So it's like it's their responsibility. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I was gonna say I've noticed that as the years have gone, it seems like the shot callers have gone more towards like support jungle. It's like, I think the last major shot caller from, like, we'll say mid lane that I can remember at least was high. Like, everybody knew high was the shot caller. Yeah, yeah. And then you had Dwayne B on FPX, which kind of recently brought that back. And then you notice that as a shot caller, it's basically now whoever has the priority in the team, whoever's ahead, gets to call the shots. I don't really think that's the best idea, personally, because that person could just not have a good sense of, what, of the state of the map. Just because you are, just because you're ahead, doesn't mean you actually know what to do while being ahead. It is really stuck. idealistic, though. <laughs> like, I, I think. <laughs> so I'm hard stuck. Fucking oh, D five. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No, but like in an ideal world, that is like the best way to go, right? It just so happens that like maybe not everyone has the correct idea of how to play the game at that given moment. And that's what happened to EG. They had three different personalities wanted to do yeah, different I mean, shit. Did anyone really think EG was going to win that? <laughs> you know what I'm I mean? Being, I'm being honest here. So let we can quickly tackle it. C9 versus EG. No, I didn't think EG were going to do shit. Though that, yeah, no, no way. They have the best. I mean, I know they have the best mid laner on the planet, Golden Glue. I know, I know. But, you know, I, hey, I owe oh, the Svenskeren tweet. Oh my God. <laughs> what do you say? Time to win oh, it up. Oh, no, this was, I love trash talk. I love trash talk. I love it. I love it. I love it. Are you talking about when he just put the period or whatever? Since Garen, uh, he says, hey, hey, at Niski, did you pack your suitcase because you're going on vacation today? Oh, Oh, yeah, no, I love it. (laughs) I love it. I love it all. I love it all. Good guy. Oh, they play. What the fuck? (laughs) Oh, my God. I love it. I love it. Good God, man. This is before the game. It's like, dude, please. Golden Glue's... We know Golden Glue's amazing. He's faker level, but, you know, this team is not it, man. I just... I don't know. Uh, with EG, as this is the last time we're going to talk about them before the year is over, for EG, I don't know. Maybe, you know, returning LCS org, jitters toward the very end. They just couldn't keep it together. They finished, what, fifth? Fourth in spring? Third? One of those. One of those. And... This split, it just didn't come together, you know? It was just all bad at a certain point. It, like, there, there wasn't really any bright spots, you know? As I can really point out, 
They benched Suzuki after losing to CLG. Kumo got benched, even though he was performing pretty well for Huni. It just always felt like to me they only wanted to play Huni, oh. and they had to shuffle up their roster in order to incorporate Huni in there. The well, they had to choose between Jizuke or Huni, right? Yep. Is that what you're going to say? I was going to say that, yeah. I was yeah, going to say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, good trade. Really, really good trade. <laughs> I think, uh, I don't know. It's Are You either go for a coin bar? flip mid. Or you go for coin flip top. Because Bang, yeah. I think Bang was super underappreciated all year long. He played most really well. Player on the most team. consistent. Always put on damage. He's already out. Good God. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think maybe they just really didn't like Uma or something. Mm. Um, for yeah, them to change up their roster that much. Um, I don't know. You don't always need like a bunch of carries, right? So mm -hmm. I feel like maybe they could have kept Jizuki in there and kept playing Kuma, like just go with what you did in split Spring. one. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, it could be a Hooney bang thing, you know? With these Put two. him on the, the Volibear. Put him on the Volibear, dude. Exactly. Was, no, was Kuma's ones, looking so good. He was looking good. Mm -hmm. yeah. He was one of the first ones bringing out Volibear, showing people he actually is a really strong champion. And he was yeah. actually, they, it was. They literally are going to bench him for one bad game in a split where he's bouncing back, and Hooney's literally running it down in front of your face. Yeah, I don't know, man. I it's guess like, they have to make a, use of, a, the, <laughs> of the contract. You know, they got to pay him and whatever. I it's don't just, know. I don't just, know, bro. It's just NA, man. <laughs> it's just NA. Oh, my God. But as we get towards this weekend, we have this spicy matchup. So it's always C9 versus TSM. Because always has in, been. It's always C9 versus TSM. Not that TSM, CLG rivalry. LC, LC, no, 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 no. This is a better rivalry. This actually has fans, you know. No, oh, my God. I don't want CLG. There is <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. So, it's always Cloud9 versus TSM. Last time, fun fact, last time TSM and Cloud9 faced for the final spot at Worlds, Cloud9 3-0 TSM, and Sven was on that TSM lineup. So, now Sven gets to be on Cloud9. And potentially finish off TSM. You know Sven's going to want to get that sweet revenge against TSM after um, TSM beat them earlier on in the split. And then later on last year, they let Sven go towards Cloud9. So this is all it. This is it for the – this is it. So whoever wins this qualifies for Worlds. Whoever wins the split, then that's to be decided in the finals. But this is it. Cloud9 versus TSM. So – if someone picked TSM, I'm not mad at you because they do look pretty good if Bjergsen is playing well. This is the thing. If Bjergsen is playing well. Also, you, can, you can exploit the rest of their map. You can exploit the entire team. All the team has weak spots. I think the last time, though, last time TSM played C9, it was pretty bad other than Sven. Like, Sven was mm -hmm. landing every arrow he possibly could on double lift every time and then it just it just didn't do anything though like he played great so i think it depends um so let's, i think let's they have to the get vulcan off of i think get yeah. vulcan playmaker realistically and then also get blabber on aggressive junglers let's preview the series so you have the top lane matchup which is licorice versus broken blade what licorice. are you guys taking Licorice. Licorice. All right. Goodbye, Broken Blade. <laughs> Good God. But Broken Blade, he has been playing a little bit more better in the in the playoffs so far. So it depends. Like, will C9 put Licorice on weak side? That's the problem, too. Because if Licorice is on weak side, his impact on the game is weaker, too. 
to a certain extent. I think he's probably the one of the best weak side top laners you could have though. So I think I don't know if I wanted to take like the matchup. Like the only person I really see Licorice losing to an NA one v one in a matchup is someday. Realistically, then you, then you have Blabber versus Spica. Blabber has been performing pretty bad as the second half of the split has been unfolding, but I'm still going to take Blabber over Spica in any day imaginable. But I want to give credit to Spica. He has been performing a lot better in the playoffs, too. So if there's games where Spica has a bigger impact than Blabber, it only just depends on which champion Spica's on. Because if Spica's on something like the Nidalee, then I'm expecting this guy to get the game going. Whereas Blabber, he can get the game going, but... The problem with Blabber is that if he doesn't get the game going, he cannot. Blabber cannot play from behind. It, it's we know this. Blabber cannot play from behind. So, what do you guys think about the jungle matchup? Mm, I think it's probably going to be a lane difference, isn't it? Because um, Niski versus Bjergsen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like if C9's lanes have priority, they can help the jungler out and get him ahead. So, like Blabber is really good at playing from ahead. So, um, I think oh, yeah, if the lanes if the lanes win, then I, I think the jungle matchup. Is going to win as well, right? Yeah. I, yeah, I was going to say, I can agree with that. Also, I think it depends on how much more practice Blabber is on things like Graves, Nidalee, those yeah. aggressive junglers, because, you know, that's what he was known for. I mean, Olaf was perma banned except once. Like, the first three games he played it, they went 3 0. Mm -hmm. And after that, it only made it through pick ban once. They didn't pick it, and I believe they lost that game too. Bjergsen versus Niski. Is I, it a. Is it a landslide for Bjergsen, or is it because Niski has been consistently falling off a literal cliff? I think that's the uh, biggest difference, personally. I think that's the biggest difference, or the biggest gap you have is the mid. But I also don't think it's, like, drastic. Like, I don't what think would it's you, What would you put, like, put a percentage on it? What do you think? It's 70, like 30. 60, 40, 70, 30. 30. 70, 70, 70 Bjergsen, 70, 70 Bjergsen, yeah, 30. I, I think so. I think I can agree with the 70-30. I think it also depends, though. I think Niski's also never really been known for, like, being this lane. Like, he was always good at lane, but, like, he was also known for pretty much being the best team playing mid in NA. Like, he would always, him and Blabber would always go. He pretty much played like B did in the Worlds last year, where he was constantly just <laughs> other places other than mid. He said, I'm the NA, I'm the NA Doinby. Well, the problem with Doinby is he's not lane dominant. So if you, there's a player that's better than you, he's going to exploit you. That's the issue with Doinby's play style, you know. But that's also because he's an LPL and they have like 10 times better players over there than the LCS does. So we also have the bot lane. Sven and Vulcan versus Double FN. Let's just say Biofrost. This is the last one. It's pretty much a guarantee to put Biofrost. Sven and Vulcan, to be fair, they actually are still pretty consistent. Despite the losses that they suffered against FlyQuest, they were still pretty consistent, actually. Even even it was just the last game where Sven didn't really get the chance to really pop up on the Ezreal and the Yumi composition that C9 was running. So if you want to give the C9 bot lane the favor in the matchup, I would do it. I think they've shown us more and they're more consistent. But the problem is, is that only an AD carry difference or is that a support difference though? Um, I would argue a support difference personally. Yeah, I'm I'm seeing a galactic support gap. Yeah, right I was gonna now. say now that I think about it, actually, when you mentioned a bot lane and you're like Sven Vulcan double lift Biofrost, I was like, you know what? I might change my mind on the biggest <laughs> gap. I might, but that's also because I think Vulcan's the second best. Ah, you could argue second best support in NA mm -hmm. right now. 
And BioFrost, they've just been having some issues as far as chemistry goes and which one they're even starting. And that also could play an effect. You know, you get benched. That could have an effect on your mental and whatnot on how you're going to play now. So let's see it this way. So TSN's play style is play through Bjergsen, and the other laners are stable enough so they don't lose hard enough so Bjergsen can get them through their parts in the mid game and the late game. C9's play style is basically Blabber getting aggressive early on, conquering the other enemy jungler, Niski, roaming, Licorice on weak sides, uh, Sven and Vulcan on a scaling bot lane. But even though they usually have a few other play styles, they usually always play fast unless they're losing. Actually, even when they're behind, they're always still fighting back. That's something that I could give them because TSM, when they're losing, they just instantly just like, all right, we're done. We're, we're, we're not fighting anymore. Cloud9. Dude, they just they just keep I saw those Throwing I saw those bro, I saw those first two games against the other guards. I was like What am I looking at? They're just not trying anything. They're just, they're just sitting there losing. Yeah. They're saving it for game three to five. <laughs> <laughs> they're already out, man. They're already out. Good God. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, I would love to be like a fly fly on the wall in that room, you know? Like just mm. just just to see what their moods were like. At the top. Oh my gosh. So who are you guys so what's the who are you guys picking? Who's gonna go to Worlds for NA? That's the last last seat technically, because we're not gonna have a seating till I think the following week. No no no. Uh, yeah. It's the same week. I think, okay. I think yeah. I think I'll just take C9 three three one. Let's just say three one. I was gonna say the same thing. Three one cloud nine. TSM win. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Maybe something disastrous happens. I wanna do. Hey, I'm I'm a big I'm the biggest fan out here. I would love to have a three two series Cloud Nine crawls back reverse. Yeah, like, me like, too. Like back in the day, but I don't know, man. People are gonna say I'm biased, but am I really biased after, after the TSM series I just saw? Like that is, like that's crazy. That Golden Guardians were literally five zero up on TSM. Yeah, yeah. I guess you can never count them out mm. with the amount of experience I have. I don't know. I don't know if they even tilted. Maybe they didn't. It's hard to say, because hmm. if if I was down zero and five, I think I'd be I'd be pretty mentally shattered. Yeah, just, uh, <laughs> I'd be pretty pissed. All Take right, so water, that, bro, just in Shen, Zed. Shenryu, who are you going with? Uh, you already know. Oh yeah, three one two nine. You know, man. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll go three two. I'll give him. Two. No, that means you're gonna give me a heart attack. You're gonna give me a heart attack, man. What's wrong with you? Oh, I don't want a heart attack. I, I mean, you know, yeah. The recent series have been sh shaky. Yeah, but true. Also, just looking at who's on the team, I'm not gonna really count them out. Three one, maybe. But recency bias would lead me to believe that both teams aren't really performing that well. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I'd say it's up in the air. I'd say three two C nine though. And now you have the next day, and that is FlyQuest versus Team Liquid. And this will seat the person into the finals. The boys. Yeah. So you're guaranteed, you're guaranteed world's group stage if you win that. So that's actually pretty big. Hmm. Oh, no. They, are, they already have it. You guys already have it. No, but um, mm -hmm. if you go third place, you're in play-ins. So you don't yeah. want to like, play oh, all the way from there, You're right. right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So sorry. if you're in the finals, it actually matters a lot. So. Oh, you're right. Definitely try their hardest. If Fuck... Could you let's fly quest back to back finals appearances for 2020? Mm, I can believe it, man. <laughs> I'm a believer. Showcase mm. greatness. Let's go. Yeah. No, I'll never <laughs> bet against my own team, actually. 
Like He's gonna like go 3-0 baby. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. You heard it here. You heard it here first. FlyQuest County mid mid laner triples. 3-0 FlyQuest. <laughs> oh my god. Watch it be like 3-1. You're like, oh, guys, I'm a prediction god. I was I'm a set it. Guys, yeah. Alright, so I let's know, let, let's go. Let's go to land by land like we did the last series, solo versus impact. No, no, no hold on. I, I want you guys' honest predictions too. No! What do you oh. mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll give you mine. Uh, I, I think, think my question win. I think it'll be three two, but I'll three, edge two? it to TL. Oh my However, god! However, <laughs> I will say that I really do like Poe as a player. Just like yeah, how he's, he just experiments, and then he'll give his reasoning behind things as well. So it's not like, oh, I'm trolling. I just picked Lichbane because, <laughs> like, he actually yeah, like yeah. showed the math and everything. On like Twitter, he put out a doc, uh, like a Google doc I, I about it. Auto attacks, like I, he's I like, yeah, he he went like he went big brain mode. He was like, if I throw, if I weaved in an auto attack after every one, it gives me like a ten percent increase in damage and all this yeah, other stuff. Literally, a math scholar, literally. All- and I was like, you went through all this like mid game, like <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he was doing the math that he said. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I would like to see. I would like to see FlyQuest win. I would love to see back-to-back finals appearances to for, to go from a Snickers team no one cared for to back-to-back finals appearances in Worlds. <laughs> That's crazy. Back-to-back finals appearances in Worlds for 2020. Talk about a comeback yeah. year. So it proves if you want to make a comeback, you can. I'm talking you CLG and Immortals, but I digress. Um, They're one of my favorite orgs, though, as an org. Like, the whole, like, sequest, all that stuff. Like, I like them as an org. Like, just strictly as an organization, I like them, so... It's oh, weird too, because in the series, oh look again, give me a prediction. Fuck, no! Oh yeah, he's like no more episodes if you, you know, if you don't pick FlyQuest. He's like, I'm done with this. Pick <laughs> I'm never coming to the show. <laughs> no, go for you'll it. Never see me again. <laughs> what was that? What was that? Iron Man three. You'll never see me coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to say, man. FlyQuest are actually strong in the playoffs. Now that I think about it, they're actually pretty strong. Right? Yeah, we're pretty I don't good. know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. They're strong in the playoffs, but in best of ones, it's like Cloud9 could 7-0 this team, but in playoffs, they're a completely different team. TL also been pretty good so far, but we've only seen one series out of TL. We've seen more out of FlyQuest. So if FlyQuest win, is it really that much of an upset, though? Because people are calling yeah, it an like, upset right now. It's like they are playing better, and they are playing good, but better is subjective in terms of who you're talking to. They're probably oh. looking at it in terms of ending record of the season as an upset, whereas Teal only lost two games, and you got FlyQuest who lost what six, seven, something like that. Six, yeah, five, five. Like they lost like six games, but they went like what seven and two in their last week because they had an easier schedule. So that's probably why they're looking at it as an upset. And also, a lot of people will just take first seed, and then they'll run with that as whoever beats the first seed is an upset, yeah, even I'm if gonna... like Rogue. Like yeah, yeah, look what I'm doing, man. I'm gonna do it. Uh, no, but Jensen and Cordage are so strong. So, but I, I, I gotta go lane by lane first before I do it. Okay, so solo versus um impact. I actually don't think it's as big of a gap as people would think. I think solo is actually really good. Okay, solo is literally a if you want you you could say a weaker or better impact for his team. They're pretty much like two sides of the same coin. Yeah, I think I think Solo just does what needs to be done. Like, 
he understands the game really well. Like, mm-hmm. um, you'll see teams commit like a lot of resources to like just put him behind as well, like mm-hmm. three man dive him. While you know, okay, power reels just mid taking plates because you know he's gonna carry later. Um, and he's fine with that. So that's like that's really respectable to just be put in that role and just drop the ego. You know. Yeah, he he's also improved significantly. Like mm-hmm. he grinded in the off season. They're talking about it, and like analyst does. He's talked about it how he put in a bunch of work, and you know it shows. He's one of the best weak side top laners. Yeah, in the league, put him on Orn, and you'll be fine. He won't. He's yeah, not gonna hard shed, lose right? lane. Yeah, he's not yeah. gonna hard lose lane, and he'll do what he needs to do. He'll land some clutch ults, and that's that. All right, so now you have the mid lane match. That's why jungle matchup, which is Santorin versus Broxa. Now Santorin is actually, I think, the second best jungler in the league. Broxa also is pretty interesting to say the least. There are some games where uh, Broxa doesn't really have an impact. But Santorin's non-impact doesn't come from him not being impactful. It's because he's playing a supportive jungling style that facilitates his lanes. Yep, yep. Hmm. Um, I give that to Santorin, though. Like, no bias. Um, yeah. Having played with <laughs> no both these guys in solo queue or whatever, <laughs> um, <laughs> watching scrims and that, I think I think Santorin's just a lot more suited for his mm-hmm. teammates. And, yeah, I mean, he does a good job of... Um, being that supportive jungler without getting behind, I'll yeah. take without like too. sacrificing himself, yeah. So I think maybe sixty forty Santorin, maybe seventy yeah. thirty. Yeah, yeah. I'll take Santorin based off yeah. this year. This mid lane like, matchup, the mid lane matchup, Power Beaver versus Jensen. I don't think it's as big as people might want to believe. Um, like, actually, I think it's very. I think it's very even. Actually, That's I'll give I, it like yeah. 55, 45 Jensen. Yeah. Oh, you think I'll, Jensen? I think I'll Jensen say, individually skilled. I was going to say 50-50. I think if I were to just look at individual skill, yeah, I'll take Jensen. I just think it depends also. Like, okay. is it late game POEs on Orianna? Uh, I don't know if I'd ever take somebody late game over POEs Orianna because for some reason him on that champion, like when they let him scale, is just irresponsible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, actually, I have this towards POE as well. Again, no bias. <laughs> um, but only slightly. I think both these guys play like really similar champions. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bowie does it like slightly better, you know. He plays mm-hmm. uh, LeBlanc, the Oriana, the Syndra. He just plays it slightly better than. I Jensen think over, I over think the Jensen who can take over the game better. Who can take over the game yeah. more? Jensen can probably take over the game with something like Zoe, if um if they do get the ball rolling on that though. Yeah. Now you have the volley matchup. Pretty pretty even matchup though in the yeah middle. yeah it's, it's pretty you it, it, it is relatively even yeah the bot lane matchup tactical and core jj versus wild turtle and ignar uh, i think teal's bot lane got this uh, yeah hard to argue against them eh? i mean they've been really consistent throughout the whole split I mean, yeah. wild, wild turtle has been playing pretty solid ignar he's been is, playing better lately mm-hmm. yeah i'll give him a lot that. better so then Ignar, ignores, Ignar. Ignar's, yeah, Ignar's just Ignar, man. Yeah, he's <laughs> you he know what he's gonna do. He wants to get his teammate. He literally will leave you level two on Thresh, go up to mid lane, play them backwards, ignite them, just so your mid laner can kill them. I'm like, that's a dude I can respect. Bro, that, he wants to get the thresh, game going. That Thresh hook, I forgot which series it was in or which game it was in, where he just roamed mid like level three, 
uh, the, I forgot who it was against, but their mid was backing behind. Uh, they were red side. The, well, FlyQuest was blue side, and they were backing behind uh, one of the things above river, the little like cliff. He threw a blind hook because they didn't have vision, got it, tossed the fucking lantern, went in, <laughs> and flayed them back, and got the kill. I think it might have been on C9. Bro, that shit was clean. Like, oh, was, oh, I remember this actually. Yeah, yeah. This was pretty recent, right? Yeah, this was. Uh, it was. Uh, it, I'm pretty sure it was against C9. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, I remember this. So I'd ask you, Triple, since you have been able to play with Ignar, is there certain things Ignar hasn't been able to show the public so far about his gameplay, other than just being a playmaking support? Is there other things he uh, um, contributes to to the team? Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to like give too much away. You know what I mean. No. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, like he's just good at what he does and mm-hmm. plays towards mid. Like there, there was a joke. I think I think Froggen said it. Someone someone asked him like, who are the best midliners in the region, and he said, um, I think Santorin and Ignar are the best midliners. <laughs> like they're the two <laughs> best midliners because I mean they're just permanently in his lane from like level three. So yeah, basically a budget TSM version. Like it's literally <laughs> they're all trying to put it yeah. in towards mid. But it works. The one thing I will say is like they're they're going to gank mid, you know? Like they're gonna put yeah. everything into that that kind of that that lane. I was trying to think Wild, of the word. Wild Turtle and Solo are your weak side players that if they don't fall behind, then you can leave it to Santorin and PoE to get you through it while Ignar is applying enough early game pressure against a stronger team so you don't exactly get rolled over. Now mm-hmm. the issue here is you're playing against Tactical and Core JJ. Now for Core JJ and Ignar Corjajin wants to do, to do the exact same thing. I think you ban, I think you have to ban Rakan against Ignar. I think you kind of like have to, because champs that like Corjajin likes to play like uh, Rakan, or I mean like Blitz. Mm-hmm. I don't think you really want to hook a Rakan and you know give him free mm. time to ult W charm the whole team. I don't know. I think you have to ban those two champs specifically. If you're against Core JJ, you you gotta kind of ban the Blitz. Like after what he's shown with it, like you know, normally like in solo queue, it's a solo queue god champ. In pro, it's been kind of known like you know, it's kind of easier for pros at least with the mechanics they have to kind of dodge him out. But like he's been landing these consistent hooks that set up engages and stuff. So I think I don't know. I think that's gonna be a, a good matchup. But I also don't think core jj will allow ignar to roam as much as he would like to i think he can punish more than say other supports would like zazel so the bigger like so the bigger mismatch is tactical versus wild turtle so you've got a chance to play with wild turtle as we talked before wild turtle is really strong but do you think in in the series he can go total to a tactical who is just as good as fbi or sven during the split um yeah i think so i think i think he's been improving a lot lately mm-hmm. and i think there's there's like a one indicator that you can always look at or track if you'd like is just solo queue ranking and if you see people like climbing up solo queue then that's like sort of an indicator that they're like they're improving they're doing well and i don't know i I feel like i can just see it you know like maybe he's motivated or whatever um but he's playing better than how he was playing say last split or even earlier this year when he was playing with me you know Mm -hmm. you can notice the improvement so I think he, he can toe-to-toe with him, although I will give it too tactical. Um, hmm. Just like a slight edge to him, though. 
So you also have a TL playstyle. The TL playstyle is don't really do much, <laughs> punish mistakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the slow, um, it's the just going to be dragon snail. stacking, bro. Like, <laughs> all five games, they're just going to stack dragons. That's like how both teams play. Hmm. So it's whichever team dances around the dragon better, finds the engage. Because TL are pretty slow. Yeah. I, I would say pretty slow, but well, they're, they're not going to. They're slow. very. Forgi they forgive the early game. They want to punish mid game mistakes, get the Baron, get the dragons, and end the game. Yeah. Black Quest pretty much want to do the similar thing. Sorry, Sherry. Same thing, something? yeah. Oh, no. I was going to say, I, I just think you can try to force them off the same champs that they like to play, though. Because if you look, like, they've played the least amount of unique champions the whole split. Like, they That's were true. cut and dry. True same comps every time most of the split they played the same thing so i think you could try to force them to play something else something that they might not be as comfortable on and try to force through that but overall honestly i think it'll be a really good series all right so my prediction is fuck god damn oh, yeah you did your you did your lane to lane now it's your turn <laughs> no dang it i was gonna say end the show it's over guys um <laughs> You can do it after if you want. Oh my I can God. I can leave for a bit, you know. No, 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 no. <laughs> Damn. Headphones. Hard man. It, they both have really strong things that they're going for. But if FlyQuest one, I'm not. Here's what I'll say to pivot this. I'm predicting TL three two. But if FlyQuest one, I'm not surprised at all because they yeah. are a strong team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can I can agree with that. Like I wouldn't even call it an upset. It's not even an upset. They're definitely playing better. They're definitely improving. All right, so for the LEC, I don't think they have many matches this week. Oh, they actually do. Oh, G2 versus Fnatic. Mad G2 versus Fnatic and Mad Shalke. It's always one. G2 and Fnatic, man. The L Classic yeah. show. Let's... Always has been. Oh, my God. So let's but go there really the... isn't much on the line for those two, right? Mm -hmm. If you think about it. It's just, yeah. I... Yeah, it's just seeding. Hmm. Maybe if you have a grudge against one of the other teams, you can kind of kick them yeah. over now. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Get yeah. payback, I guess. But other yeah. than that, I just think it's seeding. I, got I think it's just two. Yeah, they, Fnatic all – it's not even just choke. I hate who use that excuse. They're not – Fnatic aren't choking. They're just literally worse as a team than G2. It's not that they – it's not that Fnatic play worse against G2. G2 just have the better players. It's not I, – I, I understand there's nothing they can do about it. But I hate when people say, oh, yeah, it's only because Fnatic is choking G2's winning. It's like that's not even close to true. You are literally Iron 5 if you believe that. You don't win. I mean, okay, I can't say you don't lose series off of choking. You can. But, you like, can. that many times in a row? Like, when's the last time Fnatic beat G2? In a the last time Fnatic beat G2 was in, like, the 2019 – it was in a split. They beat them the first game, the last game of that day. I, I forgot. Yeah, they, they, they haven't won for a bit. They won for a while. They went seven was, zero was this, the, this year. The long ass was, game. It was like Broxa. He played like Gragas or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the last time they won was a was a Bo one. I think um, last year in the summer split of twenty nineteen. It, it's been a while since they've actually beaten G two legitimately. You know. But like, what G 2s won how many splits in a row now? Oh my god, they're literally oh, good god. They pretty much yeah they've, yeah they've like, won almost every fives, split. Like Invest also. Caps was playing ADC for fun or something as well last split. Yeah, so. they did another and they still won. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh my god. But I think, I think though, I feel like both these teams feel like they're gonna meet each other in finals. So <laughs> it wouldn't make too much sense to just like reveal everything just right now, right? Mm -hmm. Like even if you lose this one, it doesn't matter too much. I don't think Fnatic have much though, dude. So I, I can, I can bet for Fnatic 
though for this one. Maybe like a narrow mm -hmm. three two or something at best. All right, going with the yellow. Uh, G two is gonna destroy them three zero. Just to end all your guys' hopes I mean, and dreams. But in the finals, in the finals, I will in never be against G two. Yeah, yeah, never. Uh -huh. Yeah. Hmm. Because it's something that Fnatic always has against G two, where people say it's mental block. I'm not gonna give you that mental block excuse twenty thousand times. That is ridiculous. People have this benefit yeah, of the doubt that is so high. It's like, no, they're just not good, guys. I, I don't know. The, the sky's literally falling. Aliens are here about to conquer us. No, 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 no. Nothing's happening. Everything's okay. No, what is wrong with you people? It's literally it's awful not about matchups, though. That's true. I think, I think it's just like in like regular sports. Like, yeah, I'm a Ravens fan, bro. Losing to the Titans was a fucking tragedy. I'm an Eagles yeah, fan. I think it's all about matchups. So, like, mm -hmm. you know, G2, we'll take last year for Worlds. Like, G2, they beat S uh, SKT 3 1. Mm hmm. They got absolutely clapped every time they played against Griffin. So, like, I think it's, you know, if they face Griffin, who says they're in the world, you know, in the finals, I think it's all about, like, the matchups and who you're against and, like, who you can punish and who you can actually give resources to in which lane, depending on who you're playing against. Mm -hmm. And then the next series, well, the series before that, because D2 and Fnatic are the one, only ones people are focused on, is uh, Mad versus Shaka. I, we already talked about, about that. Uh, most. You guys predicted actually Shalka to win this. Yeah, um, I didn't believer. actually. I don't remember predicting, but I'm a believer. Like I'm a believer. I, I think I think Shalka will win. <laughs> Man, I really want both these teams to make it, but it just sucks. Oof. I'd rather have both of them than Rogue, but it is. What I it agree. Is. I yeah. agree. Shalka is gonna get it. I think. I think they, they turned me into a believer with the second half of the split. Like they three. did the opposite of what Cloud Nine did. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Crazy, man. Hard I'll say 3-1, 3-1, G2, and then I'll say 3-1 for Shaka beating Mad. Mad have a very distinct playstyle that is so punishable mm. that a pretty much any team can do it. It's just that, you know, Shaka, they just have to be picking to be facing Shaka. But um, with that, uh, is there any L L LCK playoff series? Oh, yeah, it's, it's a freak well, of freak. Well, T1 Africa, yeah. T1 Africa. So you guys actually, we actually watched the LPL. Not LPL. There's, oh there's just no LCK. way Africa wins, right? Not even close. There is just no way. There is, bro, there is no good. Who's God, even on no. Africa anymore? They have, like, Keen? Mm. Uh, Keen, Mystic, Spirit, okay, but Fly, and Ben. Okay. They actually do have good players, but... <laughs> Like it's T one, man. It's T one in playoffs. Can you? It's like it's like the G two of Korea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean they were they were in this exact spot last split, and then they ended up what? Uh, yeah, I think it was really bad. They I think they three one pretty much every team. Yeah, yeah. So you have Keen Spirit, Keen Spirit Fly. Was it Jelly? Is there ADC or that's a support? Mystic, it's Mystic, Mystic and ben. Mystic and Jelly or Mystic and Ben. Sorry, Mystic and Ben. Oh, it could Mystic be jelly is, too. Mystic is really like good. Mystic is really strong. But, yeah, yeah, that guy is good. <sighs> so you're against Teddy, man. Yeah, yeah, that's mm -hmm. a problem. Being up against Teddy is the deciding factor because I don't think that because people are gonna say, "Oh, T1 has Faker." You don't watch the LCK then because Faker is not playing right now. It's yeah. literally yeah, subbed in for a game. He <laughs> did, <laughs> but that game didn't matter as well. <laughs> He's like, put me in. It doesn't matter. Please. I want to play some League. Oh my god. Um, no, I think you will see both of them, though. Faker and Closer, that's for sure. I think I think T1 will win this 3-0, to be honest here. It is it, isn't it a best of three? It's a best the of three. It's round. a wild card round. It's a, it's, it's, this, this is a stomp. Yeah. Um, I mean, best of three, hey, there's more chance of fluking, though. It's not oh, a fight, right? True. So you never know. If you want to believe, then 
I guess now's the time, right? I, I don't, though. I do not believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I don't believe either. Oh, my God. So that concludes uh, Rift Insight Season 1, Episode 7. Sorry the series has been on a little bit of a hiatus. My friend got sick. Uh, he's been out of commission for a little bit. He's, he, he's getting better. And thank you to Triple for coming on. You know, if you ever want to come yeah. on next week to, you know, talk about the series, then always welcome. Yeah, anytime. Shinryu, Shinryu, if you want to come back on next week to see Cloud9 not making worlds, and I'm literally crying my eyes out, I'm bawling, oh my god, we're going to sit out, then yeah, you, you guys will see that. But see you guys later. Like, comment, subscribe, most of all, enjoy. Any, anything you guys, you guys want to say before we close out? Can't wait to laugh at you next week when... Yeah, I'll try to be on there next week again because I want to see how this all plays out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same, same. We'll see, see you guys, soon. As you guys watch this as a vault on YouTube, just make sure to like the video and that's it. See you guys later. Peace. Goodbye. I am going to go work out. I'm going to the gym. Woo. Hashtag C9. I might int my solo queue game. I might int some solo queue. I'm going to try to hit challenger so I can int. Oh, my gosh. Triple, what are you doing? I'll see you there. I'm playing in Diamond 4 right now. I'll see you soon. What? Oh, oh, let's go. You guys can do it. I got, a, I, got, I, got, I, got a, I got an LCS mid lane. I got a mid laner. I'm like, it wouldn't, it wouldn't work. With my butt heads, I play mid. Oh, no. He's like, come on. Oh, God, He's like, come on, dude. He's like, come on, dude. I, I'm proven good. You know what I mean? He, 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 I'm actually on a team. He's like, oh, my yeah, God. No, I'll, I'll give it up. I'll go play my second role. So if we play support Jada and shit. <laughs> no, I told you I'll go play Soraka. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right, see you guys later.